Hey, it's Clark of the Legion of Renob! Previously on the Legion of Renob, the gang got some items and trudged across the desert. They met a massive companion by the name of Whistle, a bard bot from the city of Solaris, that's Winston's campaign. Also en route, they met a mysterious traveler who was shot by an arrow by the name of Lyra, who they accidentally killed but did bring back to life. Lyra's sense of fashion came into question as she was wearing a chainmail bikini, which did not really protect her from the arrow in question. This is a taught lesson from the subreddit Are Women in Armor. Get with it. Also previously, the gang got called out by Melora for not being very good people. For some reason that's going to take place or it's going to be brought back up more than once. So just remember that. Alright, uh, well they're done trudging through the desert, they found themselves in front of a facility or an establishment known as the Tiger Club. We're going to figure out what happens from here. Starring Winston as- And we're Bobby! Bobby. What? Okay, it looks like we have a new voice of the Legion of Renob ready to give us a story of his very own in the desert. Of a lifetime, some could say. Yes. Uh, uh Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, uh, the, uh, Desert of the Demulich, volume, uh, uh that 3.3.4. Um, this will be, um, a new adventure. Taking place in the same universe. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> On the last episode, as a little recap, y'all pulled up to a place called the Tiger Club. Uh, behind it was a well, with a few fellows at it. And uh, you see the entrance. It almost looks like a brick-built community center. But it's in the middle of the desert, with no community to be found. <laughs> <laughs> um, Y-O-C-A. Yeah, yes. Yes. Uh, like, uh... Like our uh, old DM, not not quite as good as our current one. So. <laughs> they all say that. Was... <laughs> they all say that. <laughs> Thank you. Said there was several carts outside, so it obviously seems populated. The place is all abuzz. People are wearing tiger masks. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, oh no! Is this some kind of orgy? <laughs> Only one way to find out. Orgy. <laughs> so you guys going in? Yeah, uh, real quick, if if you guys are going to be going in, oh uh, yeah, I'll I don't want any part of this orgy. I'll I'll be chilling out here if you need me. <laughs> says Sherry. Wait, you're playing as Sherry? No, no, Sherry says she's chilling out <laughs> here. By sitting out. <laughs> Who are you playing as? Uh, you have a large robotic fellow now following you. Oh. oh. So could we have killed him? And Clark had no person to play <laughs> as. He was the race. <laughs> It is every single random encounter we kill someone. Oh man, I wish we made him be the clown. <laughs> Wait, so Clark can't speak? Nope. Oh yeah. 
You're not going to talk at all? That's weird. Well, maybe something Bumblebee-esque will happen to him. <laughs> a desert bee? We show, an antenna. we show an antenna into him so he can get radio stations. Well, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> yes, exactly. Bobby, is it, yes. is it going to be necessary for me to talk because I could also play as Lyra? Uh, I mean, talking doesn't hurt. Okay. <laughs> I would probably recommend that you talk because I feel like it would be weird if you don't. Alright, I will, instead of playing as Whistle, I'll play as Lyra. Bobby, would you want Whistle along, or is Whistle just going to chill with Sherry? It's up to you. You're the DM now. Um, I think uh, I think Whistle's going to chill with Sherry. You guys, okay? So you have. <laughs> well, I, that's I, how I, comfortable I am playing with Clark as a half naked woman. Right? <laughs> I, I guess. I guess we'll just uh, we're we're living with it. At first. Yeah, first things first, I throw her some, like, robes or something. <laughs> you suddenly turned me off. <laughs> <laughs> you suddenly turned me off. <laughs> oh, we so, get a little bit lower, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she definitely, she definitely dons any clothes you give her. So now she's wearing just sort of basic uh, drab-looking robes uh, covering her chainmail bikini. Uh, thanks, I guess. I don't know whether or not to be insulted or flattered. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'll go ahead and take both. Yeah, let's go. All right, so you're all going in? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you walk you walk into the front doors of this brick-laid building, <laughs> and you see a mostly open floor, some tables... Uh, about a dozen or so people in um, tiger masks. Six-ish without, and a small booth in the back. What kind of booth? Like a job booth at like a job fair? Um, it almost looks like, well, it's it's like covered, sort of like a, um, what are they called? A fortune teller's tent. Okay, okay. Yeah. So am I getting the vibe that, like, the tiger people run this joint, but there are, like, other outsiders here? Yeah. Okay. And, I'm sorry, are they just wearing tiger masks? I mean, they're, they're fully clothed as well. Yeah, so they're, they're fully what? They're not fully naked. Clothed. They're not naked. Oh, okay. Well, I meant they're not tiger people. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, just tiger okay. masks. <laughs> it is good to clarify for the fan art. <laughs> yes. Just, Although it was, go- it was going in an only naked, but with mask kind of thing. Yeah, it so was seeming like clarify. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can imagine what you want to imagine, but I- I'm seeing some clothes. <laughs> a larger, larger, uh, uh, maybe orc-ish gentleman approaches you wearing a tiger mask, and he says, uh, he says, Welcome, gentlemen, <laughs> to the Tiger Club. <laughs> Sounds like an orcish voice as well. <laughs> Hello! Um, here, can I try that again? I'm no, sorry. no, I was just kidding. If this is the orc's voice, then most definitely no, I No, he can't it. have Cramwell's voice. I I'm slipped my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all Cramwell? Every, everyone is Cramwell. It's Cramwell all the way down. <laughs> the TV show. Speaking of which, is, did Cramwell okay. come in with us, or is he also chilling with Sherry? Oh, he's he, he's in with you. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to start that from the top. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Tiger Club. This is just Cramble's drunk uh, you voice. Might. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Barry's normal voice. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Tiger Club. Yeah, that's perfect. You may know us from our many multitude acts of volunteer service, which we do not get any thanks for. We do it solely out of the greatness of our hearts. Okay. You're, co- you have you're coming real strong there, dude. Uh... Yeah, that usually you don't want to lead with we are great people in a conversation. 
Well, we are. Okay. <laughs> I I motion to the still on orb with Lalora in the back and go, just like us, and I turn it off. <laughs> she is. Lost. Oh, you guys really think you're great people? <laughs> we we are great people. Do you think you could be members of the Tiger Club? I'm not clear why we want to. <laughs> Well, I am a fan of your mask, though. I will give you that. Like, if I can get a sample uh, of the mask, not of whatever stuff you're smoking. I can give you the mask if you put in some service. Uh, you're starting to sound sexual. I mean, <laughs> anything by comparison is probably going to be better than what we have been doing, so, you know. What are the benefits of being in the tire club again? The benefits are... Everybody knows he was a good person. <laughs> I, you know, guys, uh, Muffin Club Huddle. That's what Muffins has been calling the group, by the way. The Muffin Club. The Muffin Club. Um, okay. Alright, guys. Melora, who's kind of like our, our mascot or sponsor, she doesn't think we're good people. What better way than joining this club <laughs> where the only benefit seems to be that everyone knows we're good people. <laughs> I see the all flaws in this logic. Like, like this is this is great. It's like saying, "Hey, I I wish I had mustard," and then a guy walks up and says, "You want to join the mustard club? You get for mustard." <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, this is going to sound pretty cannibally pretty soon. I feel like. Wait, okay. I'm done. Yeah, I'm with the talking dinosaur. It, it's weird. We could just stop. <laughs> cannibal? What? Yeah, I'm with. I'm just predicting them being cannibal. Yeah. Oh, I'm with the T Rex man over here. I absolutely think that's the case. These guys are so, obviously gonna eat up. Okay. Oh, hi. Yes. Hi. Wait, you guys. You, you guys oh. look down, and Muffins is already gone talking to him. We accept. <laughs> Good to hear. It's actually uh one of our busier seasons. You see, because this is the uh, annual festival of the Tiger Club. <laughs> Which is where we all get together. Uh, some call it, uh, quote, circle jerky, and we pat ourselves on the back, and we uh, say uh, we all about all the good we've done all year, so we're kind of missing out on some of the good deeds we could be doing right now. So if we could have uh, volunteers to miss our, uh, quote, circle jerk, <laughs> that would be incredible. Wait! Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Oh boy. It's not a circle jerk, might I clarify for you. <laughs> it sure sounded like that. Some of the non-believers <laughs> yeah, the refer to it as a, quote, circle jerk. <laughs> and what is it? We know what it is not. Basically, we get wasted and pat ourselves on the back. Get wasted? Yeah. <laughs> Crumble, what's happening? Is it two of you? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a moment, boys. I know you guys are volunteering to be good people, but I might want to get involved on this, quote, circle jerk. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like my virgin eyes are not suited for it. I'm kind of curious. Let's go for it. I just don't understand. Like, are we being a jerk? I thought this was a nightclub. Uh, a nice guy club. I was club. not aware it was part of the Muffins Club in the first place. <laughs> Everyone who has good in their heart and meets muffins is part of the muffin club. So right now, right now it is me and the four of you. 
<laughs> what was that part about goodness in your heart, though? <laughs> All right, let's fucking do it. All right, we're gonna fucking. We don't do say it. no to very many things. So we're gonna say yes to this also. Yes, yes, yes. All right, boys, we have uh, some <clears throat> uh, anonymous needy people, as we like to call them. <laughs> Waiting over in the back booth over there, our quest fashionable booth. <laughs> <laughs> quest fashionable. Oh my god. Enjoy some food and drink before you go. We also have some of our patented Tiger Club gear that we would prefer you wear on the job. Oh yeah, give me all okay. that. I need some pants. Uh, we don't have pants. We do have neon yellow vests that we do require you to wear upon your first mission or so. Oh, yeah, I understand it's branding. Branding, indeed. We have to let people know that we are good people. <laughs> is anybody writing on this vest? It says volunteer in capital letters on the back. Wow, that will show everyone that we're good people. Who doesn't love a volunteer? We're going to love that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? We'll call her on the oar, but we're wearing the vest. But we'll pretend it's an accident. We'll be like, oh, we didn't mean to call you. But like, you'll be facing away so she sees the volunteer. I, 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 like, I like the way you're thinking. That's because I'm a good person, and so are you. <laughs> it's also, I put on my vest upside down. <laughs> we also have our uh, Tiger Club branded grappling hooks, I, I, which you might want to bring with, just in case. <laughs> what kind of volunteer are we doing here? <laughs> well, I I don't talk to the anonymous needy people. <laughs> What's your name there, chum? My name... Henry Hinklefest the third. Hinklefest. 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 You see, I come from a great line of Hinklefisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> well, let's. Uh, let's well, I mean, you know. Okay, we're gonna cram well ourselves into that quest, fashional. <laughs> uh, I assume all of these vests that we pick up do not fit any of us properly. Um, they're like a one size fits all oh, type I of see. deal, so aka I a little bit too big for anyone. <laughs> over my armor, so I imagine it's pretty weird looking. Oh yeah, it's, it's like stretched. You can yeah, barely read Valentine. Is mine dragging on the floor like a cape? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I gotta. I gotta let you know, it, it does have three buttons in the middle, except for Muffins, which has Velcro. <laughs> it's, understandably, I can't be trusted. <laughs> this is too real! Oh. So you're, uh, y'all are meandering your way into the Quest Vessional booth? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. we're shoving all of us yes. in. <laughs> There's, so you get in there, and there's only one chair, but you can all sort of huddle around it. And then there's like a like a dark veil where you see, um, basically, it's like a it's a maybe about a ten to thirteen foot tall figure, uh, who is complete in like a black robe. Uh, imagine Organization 13 from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yep. I'm familiar. Also, you might want to check out our fabulous Kingdom Hearts podcast. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> if we ever publish that. Which will never be published. I want to be published. <laughs> it'll, it'll be out by the time this episode's out. 
Probably. Hopefully not. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, he's sitting there in a chair uh, opposite the veil. It's very dark, so you can basically only see a silhouette, but you can make out the robes. And he talks to you and he says, uh, are, are you the volunteers? You know it! And I turn around and, like, point at the word on my back. <laughs> is, is there even space to turn in this room? <laughs> Barely you I even see the word one. volunteer through a veil. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> this is this is good for me. It's It's been a while since I've been able to talk to anybody. I've only gotten this way recently hideous and disfigured. <laughs> oh Oh boy. I Do you guys know about gambling? <laughs> yeah, you know I could play a mad, uh, mad hand of cards. Well, it's not about cards. It's about lives. <gasps> Gasp! Have you ever have you ever heard of um, the Hunger Games? Oh my God! <laughs> um, holy shit! No, I cannot say no? that. I've heard of the fantasy canonical Hunger Games. I, that sounds like a licensed IP. <laughs> That we can't use. Well, it's sort of like that. <laughs> <laughs> the Hungry Games. No, that's also licensed. And the Starving Games. So. The, the Food Want Games. <laughs> <laughs> the Want Food Games. Basically, there are people fighting for their lives. And there are other people betting on it. And that's how I got the way that I am. Uh, you grew a sick mustache? I'm a little confused, if I'm being honest. I'm hideous! He pulls up his hood, but the veil is too thick and you can't really see anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh, see his head sort of big. I cast light? Can I see it any better? I mean, not through the veil. Oh, okay. I have Spike turn on his headlights. <laughs> Same issue. It's What's a veil. Spike is in there with his Spike's outside. You hear a click from far away. <laughs> so, gambling turned you ugly? Did you gamble on the people in these food games? Or whatever we're calling it? Well, it, it's not... The only parallel it bears is that there are people fighting for their lives. Okay. A uh, battle royale, some might say. Yeah, like uh, that one battle royale. <laughs> you can call it anything, though. Like... Like everything, people are fighting for your life. That's really specific. You can use any example for that. I'm yeah, sorry, there, was there's, that there's witnesses. Please, I'm suffering. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> Jesus. So, but how Fantasy does this Jesus. game turn you ugly? I, I was a dwarf before this. <gasps> and he pulls his hood back over. Tiger man. No, he's not a tiger. <laughs> and you bet... Mo okay, I'm still missing a big part of this equation. Beginning, you gamble. Something... I wasn't gambling! I was a competitor! Against my will. And they cursed you and made you tall? It's not... It's not... It's... I don't want to explain it. It still leaves scars on me. Okay, how can we help? I'm a volunteer. 
I'm in prison because I volunteer. I think we've established. So these guys are running an illegal fight club of sorts where they execute people. Wait, are the. I don't know if the tigers are. Are, are the tigers. It's not the tigers. Okay. Oh, right. Why would I be here in their questionable booth? <laughs> Where the shit has happened? Telling you to shut down the exact people who are volunteering to help me. Oh no, we just had a clown kill himself because. <laughs> because we beat him in a bad battle of logic, so weird things have happened today. Um. Well, there's only one way to get to the Coliseum. You're going to have to take the Sands of Sorrow. Um? It is 45 miles, or I'm sorry, a half a day of quicksand. And it, the only way to get through it is with a super fast cart. Fortunately oh, no. for you. <laughs> oh, I no. have a buddy waiting outside for you. He's not allowed into the Tiger Club due to a... Well, some things he said. He's a good person at heart. Is he also terribly ugly? He he's not. He's a regular dwarf. Not a freak. <laughs> Just look for Vito. Is his first name Danny? Oh no, he's Italian. <laughs> no, his first name's Vito. Oh. Is his first name V, last name Toe. <laughs> he'll he'll be able to help you through the desert. And through the sands of sorrow. That's all I can talk to you about for now. I must be off. And you see a light poke through the back as he exits through the back of the building, through the back of the tent. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Let's go find this dude. Hey, why don't we go around and see all the freaks getting in line for this confessional booth? I know. Yeah, we should do that. Also, I want to see this circle jerk. (laughs) So you, you, you walk back into the sort of the, the dance hall sort of area where people are getting drunk and saying things like, I am a good person. <laughs> I am. I have validated myself now. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to have that feeling. I'm totally going to have an equivalent. But to be a good person, not to prove a point to my parents. <laughs> I feel a deepness and connection with my community now. Is anyone actually circle jerking or not? There's no circle jerk. <laughs> that was a fair question. Cramble's looking confused in the corner with his hands sorta of by his belt. <laughs> oh boy. Do I or don't I? Do I or don't I? <laughs> he is also drinking heavily wine that he has not earned. <laughs> DM, is this Cranwell fellow a good person? Uh, he's the great. He is the greatest of people. <laughs> Some might say a god among men. He would never say that because he is that good a person, and he is humble. <laughs> he is humble, and he never acts impulsively. <laughs> He only does what's best for his friends. <laughs> the, the Muffins Gang. The Muffins Gang. Ooh, the Muffins Men. Ooh. Not bad. <laughs> the, 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 no, the not murders. great. Not great. <laughs> the the Murders. <laughs> the Murders. <laughs>
<laughs> the Blick Pluck Boys. <laughs> no, that sounds like a boy band. <laughs> uh, it's the Bad Mother Pluckers. That's the game. Yeah, that's good too. <laughs> Four dudes, a chick, and two robots. The boys stuck in the Cramwell. So the uh, <laughs> so the large orcish man in the uh, tiger mask comes up to you and he's like, "I really appreciate you boys doing the service for us." Hey, we're good people. That's what good people do. It's so rare we get volunteers as good as ourselves here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we try. We gotta be humble. Eat up, drink up, take your grappling hooks. Which you may or may not need, because I have no idea the context of what you volunteered for. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. They are tiger-colored, right? That's what I'm picturing. It's like black and orange. Well, it's a regular rope, but then the hook itself is tiger-striped. Right, I can look at that. Yeah. Is it like a tiger's paw? Oh, that's way better. No, unfortunately. <laughs> it's too late to take that way too good uh, idea. Henry Hinklefist is like, oh, we should have thought of that. <laughs> God, damn, God equivalent, damn it. <laughs> Bobby, they do have fantasy gods in this fantasy world. God yeah, but it's like a, it's like a sort of a all all accepted sort of place. All people accept it, so they don't want to. Uh, oh, oh, that's funny. They don't okay. want to insult the specific god or compliment one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move. As you're walking out, they uh, begin to huddle in a line. And they say, we all gather together to serve our God equivalent. <laughs> we worship with pride. We do volunteer service, too. Thank you. I, I clapped once. Then realized no one's clapping, and I stopped clapping. <laughs> well, you do hear the claps of them patting their own backs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to clap for that, though. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, let's go meet this Vito character. All right, so so you go out and you see one um one dwarf uh, next to sort of a chariot type thing, which is tied to like one very small lizard. Like that's what's heading this chariot. Hello there, fellow good person. Eee, what's poppin'? <laughs> Are you Vito, perchance? You know me, it's your boy Vito. <laughs> I do now. You know me, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I can dig it. You boys ready to go through the uh, beautiful sands of sorrow? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a nice place. I have to warn you, though it is beautiful quicksand, it is very treacherous. <laughs> we assume that at the get-go, really. What would make you assume a thing like that? I've been breathing nothing but sand for the past six hours. <sighs> what, do you so... not like sand? Do you think it's rough and coarse and gets all over the place? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge... You know what, never mind. This is gonna get me nowhere. <laughs> It's like a beach all the time. Spring break forever. Woo, sand angel. All the good people make a sand angel with me. And I fall on my back and start making a sand angel. And as you fall on your back, you just hear a loud thump from inside the hall. <laughs> Is everyone asking? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Man, this is a great arc. There's no conflict because everyone's a good person. 
<laughs> All right, let's let's do this, Vito. Yeah. I feel like this. I'm gonna call it right now that this arc is gonna end in the darkest, bloodiest way. <laughs> <laughs> like, come back, and there's like body parts falling off of us. <laughs> that's how. That's how gross it's gonna get at the end. Guys, I'm not sure we're good people. <laughs> yes, we are. I point at my volunteer breast, which I think it's I stained have. in blood. Right? Oh, I was meant. Oh, at the yeah, end, yeah, it's yeah, been all covered in blood. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's me, Sherry. Just, uh, sitting by the, uh, well here. These guys won't give me any water for some reason, but that's no problem. They, uh, I got this message here from, uh, some sort of other podcast called Plane Shift. Let's check it out. The multiverse is a boundless expanse of magic and adventure. Most are unaware of anything beyond their own world. But planeswalkers are something different. Planeswalkers are able to travel between worlds and experience everything that magic has to offer. The life of a planeswalker is one of freedom and of choice, unbound by borders or fate. Plane Shift is an actual play D&D 5th edition podcast where we play as planeswalkers exploring the multiverse of Magic the Gathering discovering our character's new potential, and having a lot of fun in the process. Check us out every other Friday wherever podcasts are listened to, or on our website, planeshiftpodcast.podbean.com. I hope you can join us. Oh man, these guys sound like they're great friends and they have lots of fun together. And I wish I had lots of fun and great friends. Oh man. If you want to listen to them, I suggest you go to their Podbean. So definitely go check them out right away. To hear what true friendship sounds like. And not people insulting you while you save and risk your life for them every day. Wouldn't that be a good laugh? You boys ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Stopping a treacherous murdering gambling ring? I think Melora would like that. I think she would, too. Whoever she may be. <laughs> She's our god equivalent. <laughs> oh! My Sandman. He's the sand god. <laughs> my Sandman, the water god. <laughs> it's weird that they have the same name. I guess they probably had two different parents in a very popular Sandman year. <laughs> you boys ready to hit the sand? Let's punch the sand. I, I drop to my knees and just start punching yeah. it. Yeah! 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 It feels so good to be good! Then, uh, then Vito looks over your shoulder and he points at, uh, points at Spike and he's like, Is that with you? Yes. Will that be a problemo? Well, can he run at 350 <laughs> middays per hour? I'm pretty sure he can, he can move faster than me, so yeah. 350 <laughs> middays per hour? Uh, 40 feet if we're using the king's English. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, but I don't think he'll make it. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, Spike. You be good. You'd be good. Hey, Winston, remember when you were a helpful addition to the team? 
<laughs> yeah, with that spikes or uh, muffin's usefulness drops by like half, maybe even more. <laughs> I do have some cool wizard spells to use now. I do whisper to uh, muffins. So I go. <laughs> Don't worry, you can still merge a Leanna and a robot guy. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. I, there's not some comfortable. She did not hear that. Uh, I whispered it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> maybe she's right next to you. And uh, and Muffins has a really sad farewell with Spike, and everyone's crying because it's like the end of a Disney movie. <laughs> All those people inside are crying because that's what good people would. Do. That's what good people do. <laughs> hey there, Miss. I actually have a. a, a it, it gets a little dark, it, or uh, it gets a little cold in the dark of the desert late at night. Pants? Uh, no, I have a robe that protects you from being seen by the darkness. What? It's what? It's a black robe. It looks sorta, sorta organization thirteeny. <laughs> what happened to the other twelve? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, um, you can you can hold on to that. I, I I'll just stick with my plain brown robes and my gaudy vest with one missing button. Hey, all I gotta say is it's better than getting bit by the no pants worms. No, you you're still not giving me pants here, pal. It's it's just a thing my mother used to say. All right, let's hit the road. <laughs> And the, uh, I drop to my knees and start punching the road. <laughs> On the chariot, cat! Ling! Alright! <laughs> I hop in that chariot. Good people! Away! <laughs> yeah, we all high five to your goodness. And he grabs, he grabs the, uh, he grabs the reins, and he whips them on the little lizard. It's like, it's like about the size of the, like, the edge of your palm to the end of your finger. Mm-hmm. And it just zips and you just see a line, and then you zip and you become a line. <laughs> you all Spike die. Spike tries to run and gets eviscerated. <laughs> yeah, should we all do... This is like hyperspace, right? Oh, yeah. So should we all do a voice of us going through hyperspace? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Alright, I'm thinking on the count of three. A voice as... Okay. As, like, react like you're going through the Star Wars where, like, the light... I don't think they... They talk much? They do, no, but you they, will. <laughs> Um, Holy plug! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I brought pants! <laughs> the entire way. <laughs> Clark, you can loop that, right? Just an audacity. Yeah, just I'm copy going paste to make it into <laughs> We're gonna make it into our next hit song. <laughs> Alright, where do these good people arrive? So the line, you, you start zipping and you start going, and then Vito turns around and he's like, We're about to enter the scenes of sorrow. Keep your happiness in check. <laughs> and then you see the sand looking a little more murky, and you zip onto it, and uh, Vito actually starts to look a bit confused. Can I get a Can I get a perception roll from all of us? Or I have the best shitty at that. Whoever, so. whoever, yeah, or all ever. Like one. Eighteen. Okay, I'll do one. No, I didn't. Okay, so you're going you're going through this quicksand and you're zipping, but you see to the left the same three cactuses, 
about four or five times. Like a Flintstones background. Yeah, like a Flintstones background. The right side's a stone. Like a very big stone. What's happening? Are we looping? Uh, I'm afraid I'm, uh, not completely sure. Last time we made it through here in about 14 seconds. How long has it been? It's been about 10 minutes. <laughs> I got okay, so I gotta describe the carriage for you real quick. It's like a, it's like open air, and then it's got like a gold bar behind your backs and around, and then like the body of it's sort of white. And it's sort of got like sleigh treads. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. Okay, cool. After about three more minutes, uh, four figures emerge from the sand. One looks rather dwarfish. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta write down. One looks rather dwarfish. He has a bear head. A bear head? Yeah, he has the head of a bear. That's hideous. One is looking rather human. He's got the head of a man. <laughs> <laughs> but a different man. Uh-huh. You can tell. There's like, <laughs> there's like a saw sort of stitching on his face. This is too many references. One's elf-ish, and she has the head of a wolf. And they all look like they're sewn on. They don't like look a like a movie? Like it, it, yeah, it looks like a horror movie-esque. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Guys, are we good people yet? Yeah, we're, we're, we're good people. I imagine it's just basically like horror hell. <laughs> where we just ended up. And then one is gnomish. And he has Sibos head sewn on to his body. He's got <laughs> the head of a lion. And they're sewn on. Yeah. You seem like the opposite of good people. <laughs> I I look at the water. Is it turning yellow? There is no water. Uh-oh. Good thing we have a guy that can make Oh, it. you mean you have water in the on that carriage. Oh, no. Cramble's back at the Tiger Club getting wasted. Oh, shit. There's no water for <laughs> He's I actually kind of disappointed water. you left without him without saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. hoping he wouldn't notice. Flash up. Meanwhile, back at the Tiger Club. Well, I'm sure they'll come back any minute. <laughs> Staring at the door like a puppy. <laughs> a wasted puppy. We abandoned our Cramwell. <laughs> and Don't this, cry for me, Argentina. This will be some great fan art of Cramwell, but doing the Kevin Home Alone face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... So they are they are standing there in the quicksand, and you're passing between the four of them. You got the dwarf bear and the human man on the left side, and you have the elf wolf and the gnome lion on the right side. And like you're passing through them, and you just keep passing between them after they emerge from the sand. They look at you and they say, "For safe entry, one million gold." And what if we? don't have that. What if we have three balloons? If you don't have that? And two balloons. Can we haggle down? Let me tell you our catchphrase. Death be <laughs> upon you. The <laughs> <laughs> catchy, I uh, have to say it. How many of them are there? Four of them. How bad we want to fight these guys? <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> I have an idea. What's them? the idea? I could, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll just do it like you guys like to do. Alright, well we don't have a million gold here, pals, but you know what we do have? One pristine chainmail bikini. <laughs> I'll give it to you for the low, low price of one million gold. One 
million gold? Yes, this... the chain milled bikini only for one million gold. That's Sandway robbery. Yes, Sandway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it's one of a kind, and uh, I'm the only one who has one, so it will really help your life. I'm not really good at the selling thing, guys. <laughs> Can you roll a salesman check? Roll a disadvantage salesman check. <laughs> Super disadvantage. <laughs> roll three times and take the worst of the three. <laughs> Am I really doing that? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> You have two op- you you have two options here. Option number one. Why is everyone Italian? <laughs> one million gold. Option number two. Enjoy your heaven or hell equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. These assholes must be part of the tire club. Because they're caring about PC shit like that. Or maybe they're just PC. <laughs> Maybe this whole region is just kind of into that. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, we all speak English, but we don't all agree on everything. That's not true. We agree on everything. Every podcast episode. We've never argued about anything. (laughs) Well, I didn't mean... I didn't really mean the five of us. I meant, like, people in general. But, yeah, that too. Any other... Especially not anything about jesters. Any other uh, clever schemes? I have these moon rocks. (laughs) Really all I've got magic-wide. Oh, wait... What if we What if we said we were in the tiger club? Those pompous assholes! <laughs> hey Clark, I don't think they're together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I have one more I have one more ploy. Alright. Look at my magics. <laughs> oh, I go <laughs> Oh man. Uh do you guys like want me to just do things or what? Um, we could do th- things at once. I'm about to threaten these people. I have a minor illusion, if that helps. It does not, really. Okay. I think I have more intimidate than you, if you want me well, to. I'm going to say something, and you're going to roll for it. Okay. I'm going to go. How many of you are there? <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> One... Two, four, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, it did sound like four. <laughs> I, I look back and I count how many of us there are, which is, I think, five at this point. Four or five. I think we need the robot oh, guy. Five with Vito. Yeah. Yeah. Did, we, did you guys bring the robot guy with? No, I didn't no. say so. Okay, so he's over at the well yeah, of debauchery. Five, five, and we all look beefier than you guys. So, uh, how about you just let us pass and keep your heads, because I have an axe of sharpness. No joke. You and think these are our original heads? Well, do you want your new heads or a third pair of heads? I mean, I didn't want to assume anything. <laughs> I could give you a sweet deal on a new head. <laughs> heads are immaterial to us. Hey, we'll even take off the first one for free. What about your balls? <laughs> balls are immaterial to us. And then the human man pulls up his tunic and you see stitch lines. <laughs> Yikes! Does he have like a? Does he have like a? Oh yeah, no, they have snakeskin. Obviously, I thought that was easily inferred. See, I forgot I wasn't. (laughs) So they got they have snakes instead of dicks. You say? No, 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 no. His balls are just covered in snakeskin. 
Alright. Oh, I see. Okay. I, nice. I forgot it wasn't Flappy. I was going to cast some, like, good and evil <laughs> shit on them, but I don't have that, so... Other than threatening them, that's all I got. Alright, roll some initiative, boys. Oh, boy. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Huh. Uh, 18. 18. That would be a solid 16 for Lyra. Oh, fuck. I just forgot. There's a red-headed elf on Daughter of Blue's name there, too. <laughs> Stole it. Oh, man. I don't... Stole it. They're gonna be so bad at me. Oh, yeah. no. I didn't mean to, guys. Well, I mean, it's not like anyone who reads Daughters of the Lily will then come here. <laughs> oh, no. You're standing there on your on your chariot, which is still moving, passing through over and over again. <laughs> Basically, I assume this whole conversation went, Hey, can we do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the elf, uh, the elf wolf gets on all fours, and starts running with the cart. Uh oh, that's creepy. She pulls a sword from her side and begins to slash at. What position are you guys in on the cart? I'd probably be back seat. Oh well, it's all it's all one back bed that curves. Um, right behind the driver. Okay, so you the driver protects uh, himself most in case of a crash. I want to get out of the cart as fast as possible. So into the quicksand. Oh, right. No, I'll just hang out there. <laughs> I'll just get up front, because I'm the beat stick, I think. I don't like sitting on Plick Pluck's left, and I would prefer not to sit on Murdar's right. Is this a puzzle? That's sort of- <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I if think you, I've solved it. If you leave her next to Muffins, Muffins will eat her. Okay. <laughs> so what I got is Murdar is on the far left front, uh, Plick Pluck is on the right of Murdar, Muffins is in the middle, and then Lyra's on the other edge. That sounds right. Alright. I'm glad I could solve your stupid puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, elf is uh, running on all fours. Then she bends her back up and does a slash at Murdar. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. Fuck it. Come on. Come at me, girl. Does a... Probably not. Uh, No, it does not. (laughs) What? Oh, so, I, it, it was a warning shot. As a reaction, I take my four cans and slap her with it. Ow! <laughs> Psych! You're probably into that. <laughs> Alright, it is now Plickbook's turn. The other three are standing in their same positions. Hmm. I guess I will do the unwise thing and just throw a dagger. You know we gotta get it back. <laughs> this, this is one of like the three daggers I have. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but your mother gave it to you. Uh, are you gonna throw it at anyone in particular? I'm gonna throw it at one of the guys who's standing still. But I'm gonna throw it like so that the momentum of the cart is making it go even faster. Oh, gotcha. Okay. With the fucking two. So as you're as you're throwing the knife, uh, he, he, the the cart goes over a bump and it just falls out <laughs> of your hand. Oh, just, oh shit! <laughs> into the quicksand. <laughs> I just see it yep, bubbling slowly onto the surface of the quicksand. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh fuck! You gonna do anything else? Ah, uh, that's all I got. Okay. 
Uh, it is now Lyra's turn. Uh, I will take a rapier on my, off my belt, which is the only weapon Lyra has on her, and just take a stab at the nearby elf chick, because I don't want to reach out of the cart and get my hand spliced off by some lion-headed weirdo. Alright, so my first attack did fail. It was a critical fail, as a matter of fact, so... Oh, okay. Alright, and that next one's a 16. Does that hit? A 16 does not. Um, and I shout at Murdar, uh, Don't fuck it up! And you have an advantage yeah. on the next attack. Oh, no. It is Muffin's turn, but before Muffin's turn actually hits, the sky turns a dark green color. The sky? The sky. Yikes. Can I do, like, a nature check or something to try and figure out what that means? Ma- nature, arcana, whatever. Okay, yeah, go for it. Which do you prefer? Uh, probably arcana. Fourteen. Fourteen. Well, it's not normal. Basically, <laughs> uh, you know from your arcana that it is magic. Um, that it's not being controlled by the weather. You're not about to be hit by a sand tornado or something. Unless it's a magic sand tornado. Alright, alright. Well, I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Oh no. At, uh, was it the elf that got on all fours? Yeah. Well, that creeps me out. <laughs> so, this magic, these three magic missiles are heading right towards her. They automatically hit, but they do very little damage. But I'm just worried about missing in this giant moving carriage. Magic missiles are nice. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Um, she looks unhurt, but she almost looks dented. Dented. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Um, dented. Uh, is she a robot? Are we fighting robots right now? Only one way to find out. Muffins, you understand robots. Is this a robot we're fighting? What's a robot? <laughs> Can I, yeah, I guess as a bonus act, uh, to end my turn, could I do, I don't, I don't know what, you can tell me what kind of check to figure out if it's a robot? Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. What kind of check? Uh, robot check. I do have plus four to robot. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, <laughs> no. I almost want to say investigation. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Eighteen. Eighteen. It is not a robot. No. Oh. Get, you do, do see anything? that the flesh is sewn together and that there's, like, healing wounds, like, where the neck is. Okay, no. like, it's recently been done and it's just, like, scabbing over or healing? Yeah, sort of like that. Okay. Alright. Maybe that's what it should have been. No, medicine would have been killed. Wait, that's fine. Okay, this is fine. Alright. Guys, I don't think I don't think these are good people. <laughs> Unlike us! It is Murdar's <laughs> turn. Yeah, about time. Who's close? To, who's that dude that tried to like hit me? That was the elf. <laughs> and, I, and on that note, I um, I'm gonna unleash my action surge on this this girl. Go for it. Okay, that's uh, it's gonna hit. It's like 27. Or That'll do. Something That'll that do. Nature. Ooh, solid. Ten damage for that one. All right. Second attack is gonna hit. It's also the same number. And that's gonna be a. 7 damage, so we're at 17 damage so far. And the third one is a 19. Does that hit? Uh, yes. Solid. 
Oh, well, that's gonna be baby damage five. Baby damage. Oh, I get advantage. Well, I didn't need the advantage on it. So, but. what were you getting? Oh, yeah, from uh, what Clark yeah. said. Yeah, what Clark said. I, I'm used to you getting the advantage. <laughs> uh, that's all I got for those. You you hit her with like what are you hitting her with? Oh, I'm gonna take the the, the flat side of my axe, slap her once across the face, okay. flip it around, smack her a second time across the face, and I just like slap her with my hand. Between the second... Actually, no, I flip up the axe with the stick side. I smack her with the stick of the axe. <laughs> that would explain why it did less damage. Yeah. <laughs> so, between the second and the third hit, uh, you see, like, what looks like an orb of yellow glass around her shatter and fall into the sand before disappearing. Well, that was weird. And then the third hit actually hits her. Smacks her across the face. Or wherever. Oh, she's wearing, like, armor, kind of? Is that what I'm getting? Okay, fine. Can I roll perception on this? Uh... Or something to it? You History, roll, mechanics, I don't know. You can roll Arcana on it. Sure, I'm okay, I think, at that. I am okay at that. Fifteen. Magic shields. Oh, okay. Now we have guys magic shields. I apparently you have to do a shit ton of damage or something. Is that what I know about magic shields? That you do damage to it to break it? Yeah, yeah, you do damage to it to break it. Okay. Oh. So how much so she looks fine probably considering I just smashed her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically, uh just the last bit of damage actually hit her. Oh gee, of course that one hit the <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Wait, I thought I thought I broke it in the between the second or first and second attack. No, second and third. Oh, damn it. Okay. What's Vito saying about all this? Oh my, this is not what I expected today. <laughs> I've been here two other times, one time there and one time back, and this did not happen. <laughs> what the fuck, Vito? It's almost like they are upping their defenses. Um. Alright. The dwarf goes from his statuesque immobility to an all-out, like, gallop on all fours. Does he have hooves? Uh, no, he, he does not. He has a bear head. Gotcha. He hops up onto, or uh, he grabs on to the back of the carriage where poor Muffins is sitting, hangs onto the gold bar, and swings his club over his shoulder to try to hit Muffins. <gasps> oh, no. And he slips. And falls into the quicksand. Nice. Did he die? No. The human... Damn dirty ape. ...then starts awkwardly running uh, behind the cart on his back two legs, almost like his arms are made of spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) So they're not robots, but they are made of spaghetti. Well, it's It's like he's made of spaghetti. Is he uh, from Naruto? (laughs) No, they're not behind him. They're just like, they're like wiggling back and forth. Like a cartoon businessman. Okay. <laughs> this is terrifying. Like All he's right. whistling on his way to work. And he is okay. marching, uh, crossing over the back as you guys are passing by and moving on to the right side where Lyra is sitting. Oh no, not the human woman. And yeah, the human woman. The human woman. And you see like... That like his left arm is basically like it seems like all the bones are shattered in there, mm. and he swings it over to use it as like a flail. Mm. Does a uh, twenty-one hit? 
It does. Okay. You are taking three damage. What a my rules are terrible. <laughs> It's, oh. a, it's a DM curse, man. You only feel like shit when you DM. The gnome is going to uh, get to the front of the cart and run in front of it like a uh, like a well. Let's let's kill the analogies for a moment. Like a like a lion might. <laughs> Almost like they're all running as their respective. Or a tiger. Were they fixing from? And uh, he is running in front of you uh, as he kicks up sand into uh, Murdar's and Lyra's faces. I have a mask on. That's true. I do not have a mask on. Does a 14 take? To either? It does. To me or her? To her. Wait, Clark, what's your armor class? It's my dex mod plus uh, my oh, common clothes. So that's a yes. Wow. You you take uh, four of sand damage, but now you have to okay. you have to roll disadvantage on anything that needs your vision. Dang! Wow, I'm glad I wore a mask. Oh, it's coming handy more times than it hasn't. Those tire club assholes didn't give me a mask. Hey, good mask. So, are these creatures <laughs> able to run on this quicksand because of their uh, spell shields? Because they're running so fast. Right? They're they're just running that fast. Okay. But it doesn't look like they are. It's so. There you are, crossed with a formidable foe in the middle of battle. That's gonna last fourteen episodes, like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I'm charging my balls. <laughs> I'm charging my spirit bomb. So, uh, have fun with that, <laughs> and we'll see y'all next. Bobby, week. you're really good at closing episodes. I'm not good at closing anything. <laughs> it's just a deal. A deal. <laughs> the art of the deal. He's, He's shaking my hand out. right now. Wow. <laughs> Opening up this. Will. Pit. They be able to defeat these animal people and man-man, or will they succumb to the sands of sorrow? Find out next week on the Legion of Red Up X. Then <laughs> <laughs> we're done. Thank you for listening on that advanced horse title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Legion of Renob Season 3. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. We have a few shoutouts to give to our fans. That was succinct and on point, and we're not going to talk about Fallout 76. Take it away, me. Thanks, Fallout me. Fallout 76 sucks. <laughs> I can't. The players are not going to fill the NPC roles. I don't know what they're talking about. Well, to be fair, most online people do act like they're in a post-apocalyptic world <laughs> with how much they murder and are selfish. <laughs> it's really the Dragon Face Simulator. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Dragon Face had rebranded that way? Yeah, originally they Bethesda came up with this whole engine and game and came to us and said. We're trying to make a Legion Renov game, and we said, "Get that out of here! We won't corrupt our brand." <laughs> oh God! So uh, we're going to start off this week with uh, Tim continued to write. Uh, Tim continued. wrote some fan fiction last week. He continued. We're, we're continuing Tim's fan fiction. 
Yes, we are starting with Tim's fan Chris's. fiction. Uh, uh, this is like really. Hey. Oh wow, is it too much for the mind behind Dragon Face? Yeah. You know, do you? you know, I make a lot of concepts. I never really expect them to see them out there like that. <laughs> I'm going first. <laughs> And Chris, here's the microphone. Say whatever you want. <laughs> Chris is so okay, used to violence, um, but he's not used to love. All right, let's... Chris, go. Okay. Are you sure about this? Mordar asked Dragonface. I know you appear strong, but many men have fallen victim to my true face. <laughs> I've seen some messed up stuff. In my time, this dragon face having a stroke. It sounds like dragon face reading a script. And not just the ones I did. Mordar <laughs> removed his mask. Dragon face expression twisted. He gasped. He yelled, and he looked down. His hands shaking, uncertain what to do. His tail slapped against the bed behind him, crushing it. What the it. fuck? <laughs> His wings fanned out, tossing the detritus to the walls. You look like my sister's butthole. <laughs> he screamed. <laughs> that was a good scream. Oh, hi, Tommy. <laughs> Mardar was prepared to strike back at Dragonface's reply. He'd seen visceral reactions, but that was simply uncalled for. But before his words to his spell reached his lips, Dragonface spoke again. That's the sexiest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) 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 Mordar did not know how to take that, but by the end of the night, he'd taken it enough times to know it was a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, sweet. Man, this guy had these thoughts in his head. Yes. <laughs> he sparked the fire. <laughs> he, he just stroked the flames. <laughs> He's not the only one stroking flames. Anyway. All right, next up we have the last and final review from Tim Thank featuring Tony. Me, 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 me. Uh, look, I'm, uh... Not good at thank yous and the like. Plickpluck told High King Sibo. Uh, but these last few magic lessons, well, they've <laughs> been, uh, well, they've meant a lot to me. But, uh, I mean, uh, it's more like you mean a lot to me. Our time has meant a lot. I don't really know how to say it, but, well, Sibo, uh, I'm gonna miss you when you go off to wherever you go. I'm going to a desert land to find a city of Pope. Sipo replied. <laughs> oi, oi. You really don't want to go to that town. I mean, it was bad before we got there, so you can only imagine what it's like now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the point is, if this is our last night together, I just want it to be uh, special, you know? Sipo <laughs> eyed the bird creature up and down. Plickpluck stared back at him, but only with one eye at the time, because he was, in fact, a bird creature. <laughs> sure, I'm game. Sibo finally said. I could use some vanilla sex for once. <laughs> what is this voice? Sibo <laughs> <laughs> stepped on a nail near the end. God damn it, pick up your Legos, plick plick. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right. A masterpiece. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, we'll just go to an email from Dr. Beefcake. Be- Dr. Beefcake! Dr. Beefcake! Dr. Beefcake! I started salivating, pardon me. Yeah, excuse me. Tony, uh, no. Tyler, why don't you read this? Oh, man. No, <laughs> the laptop's not facing it's him. Not work. It's a whole thing. It's, it's a whole thing. I got it. I'll read it. <laughs> Dr. Beefcakes wrote in saying, Thank you for gracing my ear holes. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of holes tonight. <laughs> whoever whoever it was who thought of throwing money at the McElroys to make them say boner backwards, <laughs> I love them, and their money sending me towards the Legion of Renob. This podcast is downright amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's downright amazing, and I love it whether it, would, it was a binge of the first two seasons during the end of my semester, or now keeping up to date while starting a new job. I'm buying a six-pack for you guys, but only under the sole condition that you review the beer you do buy with it. Cheers, and have a good one. P.S. A vote for a dragon face is a vote for freedom! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! P.P.S. <laughs> that, that said, I'm voting for Cramwell. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby is not here to accept that, but I will let him know that he got another vote. <laughs> Accepting on uh, on Bobby Bobby's behalf is uh, Winston. Winston Bobby. Bobby Bobby. Winston, Winston Bobby. Bobby. That's right. I'm secretly their brother. It's my <laughs> secret shame. <laughs> and speaking of which, we did receive some donations. I don't know which one of you is Dr. Beefcake, and I'm not going to say your last name. But I will say that we had some six-packs donated from... Shane and Simon. Shane and Simon have both donated us some six packs. And again, Shane has donated us a pizza. And Matthew has also donated us a pizza. So thank you, Shane and Matthew. I'm pretty sure this is the Matthew from the Good Good Comedy Boys. Uh, so I believe so. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you soon, Matthew. Uh, and, uh, Shane, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate your donation. I believe there was a special request to eat a specific kind of pizza with this money. <laughs> that will happen. It just needs to happen. It's not gonna happen right now. Uh, we're not I'm really- I'm also looking forward to the six-pack that I need to review. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, we're, we'll, we'll do some six-packs <laughs> reviews. Um, it might just be me and Tony. Uh, Lift up that shirt, I'll review that six-pack. And, um, <laughs> cue the music and play the air horns, because since we've released our Patreon, we've had some people donate to us. Those are some very that's, quiet that's right. air horns. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Well, just to name a few... Well, let's give them individual shout-outs. Ex- individual shout-outs and exclusive this. bonus content. <laughs> I put together, from the Plick Pluck Origins, every time Clamwell whined, I'm going to put that on the Patreon, as well as the, <laughs> the dubstep Clamwell beat we threw together. <laughs> which you can get for free if you just listen to the end of the Plick Pluck episode. But both these so things can be yours. They'd, they'd have to download the MP3 and copy and paste it in Audacity. That's literally five minutes of work. Yeah. Now this, this is a free download with Patreon purchase. <laughs> okay, that is that is our shoutouts for the day. We appreciate you hanging in with us, and I hope you're enjoying the current arc. I has no <laughs> face. Thank you for your pledge. We appreciate AKA you and your excellence. Murdar's son. 
Oh, is, oh my god. I read that one. It's still pretty weird. Yeah, it's coming up. Uh, next Chris, week we'll read son. his very private message. <laughs> yeah, we have Bobby's baby mama trying to reach him, as well as Chris's son. This is a crazy podcast. Wait, what? When we started this, who knew who would be reaching out? We have several Nigerian princes I was related to who are trying to get me to send the money. I reached into the abyss and the abyss, abyss reached Oh, what is it? That makes you a Nigerian king. Oh. Oh. Bitch. Oh. Oh, bitch. All of them. Our next, next shout goes to Lynn Farrell, who will be very soon receiving a, a rap from our very own Bobby Bobby. DJ Bobby Bobby. Actually, I believe he, he wants to be called by uh, Feet Road. Feet Road? I don't know what that signifies, but he's Bobby, so you gotta take Feet it. Feet Road? Yeah. It's probably some joke I'm not going to get until he explains it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And then I think our la- the last person to donate this week is Caleb. Thank you so much, Caleb. I want to thank these three people so much that they donated to to our Patreon, not only, like, in general, but they beat out everyone else. This was first week material. Oh, yeah. You guys rock. Thank you for supporting us. We appreciate you. I think that's it for this shout-out. Okay. It's quality content. That's it. Good night. Bye.